0: Welcome to the ByWords Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Hughes. I love helping passionate women gain clarity about their purpose so they can kick fear to the curb, break up with the hustle, and say goodbye to the lies that hold us back from pursuing our dreams wholeheartedly. We're going to get open and honest, share some laughs, and maybe some tears, but at the end of the day, my hope is that you will walk away encouraged, inspired, and ready to step into your purpose with confidence. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dive right in. Love is powerful. It eradicates fear, brings us together, and equips us to live out our purpose in the earth. Honestly, I'm not sure there's a problem love couldn't remedy. If you haven't already, be sure to grab your copy of my new book, Love Is Remastered, and join me in making this world a better place by learning to love more intentionally than ever before. This book also supports Traffic 911, which is a local nonprofit that helps youth coming out of human trafficking in Dallas-Fort Worth. You can get yours today at the slash shop. That's the slash shop. Okay, now let's get into the episode. Welcome back, my friend. I am so glad you're here today. We're actually talking about one of my favorite topics, goal setting. I have always been a goal setting gal. Even when I was young, I just really enjoy dreaming and brainstorming and then coming up with a plan to actually make it happen. Now I know that goal setting isn't everyone's cup of tea. For some people, it can be really overwhelming or burdensome, but my hope is that by the end of this episode, you'll really feel equipped and empowered and excited about setting goals that will move you toward the person you want to be and the life you want to have. Let's dive into this. First, I wanted to share this quote from a book I recently read. It's called To Hell with the Hustle by Jefferson Bethke. Oh, this book was so good. I have it linked in my Amazon storefront. If you want to go check it out, it's in the show notes. But I just loved this book. And he said something about goals that I have never heard before. And I thought it was really interesting. So this is the quote. The hard truth is finish lines and end result motivators do not change us. They usually feel too daunting or too disconnected from our current everyday lives. And most people don't thrive under the pressure that we heap on ourselves to hit an exact bullseye, not to mention that we feel ashamed if we miss it. And then later on, he goes on to say, I've begun to understand that we are created for formation, not goal setting. In general, goals are usually about a finish line, something you can reach for and be done with once you accomplish it. Formations, on the other hand, aren't about doing something, but about being someone. Usually one is about activity, while the other is about identity. I have never thought about it before, and I've never even heard someone explain it that way, but I agree. You might have heard me talk about this before, and if you've listened to the episode about mindset, you have you know this, but it really shows up a lot in goal setting, and as we're going through this episode I just kind of want to have that lens. So I'm saying goal setting, but really, I want us to talk about mindset, who we want to become, the life that we really want to live. And I don't want it to be about you putting pressure on yourself or feeling like you need your life to look a certain way or you need to do certain things. That is not what this is about. So I just wanted to throw that out there from the beginning. It's more about becoming someone in the process. And that is what makes goal setting so beautiful and why I love it so much. So, I want to start by talking about mindset because, you know, I cannot skip a good opportunity to talk about mindset (laughs) and with goal setting, you know, this shows up a lot around new year and a lot of people do not stick to those resolutions and it's because they try to change their actions without changing their mindset. In order to make any lasting change, it has to be a real mind and heart shift, really. Um, And we have to change our beliefs in order to change our lives and ourselves. So just as a recap, I wanted to break down this little progression that we go through because everything starts in our thoughts. From there, our thoughts motivate our feelings. Our feelings tend to dictate our desires and our words follow. There's a verse that says, Out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. That's so true the the words are such a good indicator of what's going on beneath the surface. Um, If you're not aware, you can definitely check your words to see what you're thinking about dwelling on that kind of thing. Um, Because the truth is a lot of those thoughts are subconscious. Most of those are repetitive and the high majority of repetitive thoughts are negative. So it can take some time to really figure out what's going on in there. But just go listen to my mindset episode. I'm not I'm going to get off my soapbox. but. From our words, our actions tend to follow. They typically line up with the things we think about and speak about the most. And then our actions over time create our overall behavior. And the problem most people have when it comes to making changes or setting goals is that they start with their behavior and their actions. And it's not that that can't work. It can, and it might for a while, but eventually our actions succumb to the cycle again. Thoughts, feelings, desires, words, actions, behavior, it all starts over again. Um, because our mindset has to be the foundation and the starting point if we want to make a lasting change. So here's a little example. Let's say you want to start eating better. Great meal planning, pinning healthy recipes on Pinterest and avoiding fast food. Great. Right. But they probably won't last very long. And you know why? Because implementing obsessive or restrictive routines and structures that won't hold up against a weak mindset or a mindset that's just not aligned with that goal. And what I mean by that is those aren't bad things, meal planning, amazing, finding healthy recipes, super helpful. But what I'm trying to say is if you don't change the mindset behind the desire to eat healthier, you're just going to end up in the same cycle of shame and comparison and all those things that we don't want for a lot of women. It plays out like that. It can look like I need to eat better so I can look better. And this kind of mindset tends to always generate more legalistic and comparison and shame-based actions and behaviors. So instead, eating better is important to me because I want to learn to take better care of my body is a mindset that's grounded in a solid why it has a motivation that isn't dependent on the opinions of others. And it'll probably generate more sincere actions and behaviors that will last over time. So in short, There's some things that we should consider when we're setting goals. Number one, who am I doing this for? Am I doing this because I feel like I need to look a certain way to please people or if I need to get someone's approval or if I feel like that's what social media or culture or whatever is saying that I should do? That is not enough to last. (laughs) That's not enough to motivate any lasting change, right? So number one, who am I doing this for? Number two, why is this important to me? Am I doing this because it's something that I really value or am I doing this because I just feel like I should? And then number three, what will be different or better about my life when I meet this goal? That's such a huge thing to think about because I think if we can let ourselves go there and just think, okay, why am I doing this? How will my life actually look when this is a part of who I am and a part of what my life overall looks like. So be mindful of those thoughts and feelings surrounding the goal and also yourself and your circumstances that might influence your desires. Because in order for goal setting to be truly successful and beneficial for you, it has to be a total shift, not just changing your actions. Okay. And I hope that's freeing for you because while I do think goal setting is extremely important and powerful, The last thing I want you to do is walk away feeling any kind of pressure to have some super crazy goals and then kill yourself over trying to make them happen. And it's just so not worth it. Okay. Did you hear me there? So yeah, goals should stretch you and they should help you grow and change. But I really do think that goals should be life giving. I think they should be empowering and they should add a sense of hope and joy to your life. I don't think that goals should make you feel stressed or overwhelmed or discouraged or anything like that. And if you do feel like that with your goals, I just want to encourage you to pause and check in to see whether that is a goal that really aligns with your overall vision and purpose for your life, because your goals should serve you, not burden you. Did you hear that? Your goals should serve you, not burden you. Okay, so let's actually get into it then. How do you set goals? And the kicker, how do you actually follow through? So the first step is brainstorming. And I just mentioned it. You want to make sure your goals align with your overall vision and purpose for your life. Get a vision first. Think about who you want to be, what you want your life to look like. And as we've already discussed, mindset is a huge piece of this, figure out what you want to change, why you want to change it and make sure it's a goal that aligns with that overall vision for your life and something you can get excited about, even when the process is challenging, because it's going to be hard. There are going to be obstacles. Life will happen. But at the end of the day, the end result that you're working towards or the overall change, I should say, because we're not working just for an end result. We're working for a overall life change, right? That should be something that you can celebrate. That should be something that could motivate you to continue going when it gets hard. So after the brainstorming and dreaming step, actually coming up with the plan is next. So this is where a lot of people get intimidated and they stop before they even get started because it's easy to dream about writing a book or building a business or opening a coffee shop, but actually putting some action behind it can feel scary and overwhelming. Have you been there? Because I definitely have, (laughs) but it doesn't have to be that way. So I want to break it down for you. You might have heard of SMART goals before, but this is truly such a helpful way to approach the goal setting process. If you're not familiar, get excited. This is going to change your life. So each of the letters in the word SMART stands for a different component of successful goal setting. So I'm just going to go through those really quickly and break it down for us. So the first one is specific. This is the difference between saying, I want to save money and I want to save $500 by the end of summer. The more specific you can get with your goals, the better, because if you don't know exactly what you're moving towards, you won't move towards it. Okay. So next is measurable. You have to know how to measure your progress and track your milestones and know when you've actually completed the goal. So for example, if I say I want to get healthy. Well, how do I know when I've achieved that? Like when I've stopped eating sugar, when I'm working out five times a week, you have to know, and you have to decide how you're going to measure that success. So next is attainable. And like I said, you want to stretch yourself when you're setting goals. Okay. That is, that is a part of it, but you also want to make sure you're setting yourself up for success. You want to be realistic. Okay. (laughs) So for example, if you want to run a marathon, that's amazing. But if you want to run a marathon next month and you've never trained for a race before, that might not be the most realistic goal. Do you know what I mean? So the more realistic you can be, the more likely you are to actually succeed. Next up is relevant. And we've kind of already touched on this, but you do want to make sure that your goal aligns with the overall vision for your life. So for example, if you know that the job you really want is only going to require that you have a bachelor's degree It may not be the most relevant goal for you to stress over getting your PhD right now. Not that that's a bad goal, but it's not necessarily a huge part of your vision for your life. So make sure it's something that is relevant and really aligns with who you want to be and what you want your life to look like. And lastly, time bound. A timeline really helps you to stay focused and motivated and prioritize daily tasks to keep you moving towards your goal. So set a due date and then reverse engineer. And what that means is just basically work backwards by breaking that down into smaller monthly, weekly, and daily tasks. So for example, when I was writing my book, waking up, I knew that it was going to be a big task. I knew it was going to take a lot of work and a lot of time and a lot of, you know, just a lot (laughs) writing a book takes a lot. And so I just sat down and thought about, okay, when do I want to have it done by what are all the tasks that need to be done? and then from my due date how can i break that down to a monthly basis so i know what i want to accomplish in a year's time so what do i need to do on a monthly basis to make sure that i'm staying on track and then from there what do i need to do on a weekly basis to make sure that i'm staying on track with my monthly goals and on a daily basis what do i need to do to keep up with my weekly goals right so when I was writing my book, I just gave myself a super realistic goal of writing one chapter a week. So let's say my book has 12 chapters. I don't even remember. <laughs> That's bad. Should I know that? Um, it's been a while. Okay, give me some grace. But I let's say it has 12 chapters. I know that I want to write one chapter a week. So in 12 weeks, I'm done with the book, right? So I just carved out time for myself one day a week. I went to a coffee shop and I typed out the chapter and I was done. But you know what happened? Because I planned and carved out that time and set aside that time for me to go and focus on the task, I was so much more efficient so much more productive. And you know, honestly, I usually wrote more than one chapter. And so it was just really cool to see myself staying on track and also keeping up with the rhythm because if a week came and I wasn't feeling really great, or if something happened and I had to change my plans, I was okay because I knew, okay, that's fine. I have next week to come here. I've set aside the day and time and I can stay on track. So really great. Very helpful to have a time bound goal. So that's smart goals. And as you're thinking about your goals, I just encourage you to set aside that time, sit down, journal, visualize, just think it through. And it doesn't have to be at the beginning of a new year. Oh my goodness. How many people do we hear saying I'll start on Monday? I'll start next week. I'll start next month. You can start anytime. There is never a bad time to start. You can start at the beginning of a new day. You could start tomorrow if you wanted to. And I think the reason that a lot of us don't just start is because we continue to think of our dreams and goals as these big, far off things that we can't reach or we'll never be able to actually accomplish. But a big part of winning the battle for goal setting is simply taking out the time to prepare and then go into it with purpose and intention because we just have to give ourselves the space and time to actually dream and get specific about the things we want to do and the people that we want to become. So start by thinking about the what and the why, find your vision, figure out your motivation, and then give yourself the freedom to stay there for a little while before you jump to the how, making the plan, because I think we do this so often. I mean, at least I do. I start thinking about my dreams and goals, and then I start thinking about the plan and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't do it. That's too big. It's too much. And I start talking myself out of it before I even try. And so I just want to let you know that's normal. (laughs) I think it's really normal to be intimidated by big goals, but I think that's also a really good sign that there's something in you that's really cool and important and magical if you'll just give yourself the chance to try, okay? So obviously there's no rules for goal setting or dreaming or anything like that. But I just wanted to give some tips and resources that have helped me a lot in my goal setting process and have helped me to be really successful with my goals, like writing three books and starting this podcast and teaching a lot of other people these same things. So I hope this has been encouraging for you. And if you want some extra guidance, I do have a free goal setting guide that you can download and you can use it over and over again for every new goal that you have. And I've linked it in the show notes, so you can grab that. Um, A big part of this guide is helping you find that vision. Step one, like really breaking down, who do you want to become? What do you want your life to look like? And then let's work on setting some goals to get you moving towards those things. Okay. So, all right, friend, I think that's it for today. You've officially graduated Hannah's crash course and becoming a goal-setting guru. So, Give yourself a round of applause for that. And if you ever have any questions or need any support, feel free to shoot me a message on Instagram and I would be happy to help you. Okay. I'm always cheering you on, but go out there and crush those goals. And I will see you next time. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to tune into another episode of the ByWords podcast. I love having you here and I'm so grateful for your support. Don't forget to share a screenshot of this episode and tag me to let me know you were here. I can't wait to talk again soon, but in the meantime, be sure to connect with me over on Instagram and in the ByWords community group, which you can find links for in the show notes. Until next time, stay brave and remember, I'm cheering you on.